welcome to We're Talking Bears, where uncle and nephew give you a breakdown of the latest Bears experience. I'm uncle. And I'm nephew. And we're Talking Bears. Week 8, Bears Bears host Saints. Saints. Man, I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. Two losses in a row. And the worst thing about it to me is I felt like we had made a drastic turnaround. We started out the year as the cardiac kids, uh, won some games, some tough games, had quarterback trouble, got Mick, got, I'm talking about Mick Foles. We got Foles in there, and it, it's been rough. But this game, we came out, uh, started, started out nicely, started out in front, um, and I felt great about the game. I felt great about the game early on. Early on. I need you to tell me what happened. Man, uh, (laughs) yes, yes. Uh, Let's call uh, uh, for in the huddle on the sideline. What the heck happened? I I feel you. I feel you, nephew. This just was not what it was supposed to be. Um, You know, did we try to be somebody who we're not instead of just being who we are? Mm. You know, Okay, we're the cardiac kids. Then be the cardiac kids. Score three touchdowns every fourth quarter. You're pretty much going to win every game that you play. Right. You know? Right. So is that what's required, that we're just going to be the cardiac kids? Okay. Then let's be the cardiac kids and let's put it to rest and let's just be satisfied with who we are. You know, I think we're trying to grow. Honestly, I think we're trying to grow. But I'd sum it up. Um, in this way, um, you know, again, you know that I think that we need to make some changes. Right. Um, I, I don't think we need to get rid of Nagy. I'm going to tell you why. A lot of people are yeah, frustrated with him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds like you are too. Oh man, I'm definitely one of those people. Uh, he's because he's a third year head coach. As far as head coaches go, he's young. And he's 25 and 15, and we're frustrated. Yeah. And that, that's, that, that says everything to me. First of all, he's, I mean, you're 10 games over 500, so you're winning. Right. Your formula works sometimes, more often than not. I think we have to be careful of getting Kyle Orton upset. If you remember the <laughs> Kyle Orton years. <laughs> We're like, oh, let's get rid of Orton. Let's get this Jay Cutler guy in. We'll win with him. And, and you know, everybody's was all jumping up and down and all excited about it because of the amount of yards and touchdowns Cutler had. Right. And I stopped and I said, well, you got that many yards and touchdowns. Why do you have a losing record as a starter? Right. When Orton, who gets... 170 yards a game and one touchdown right. was 21 and 11. He's 10 games over 500. I'm like, let's not throw this away so quickly. Right. <laughs> the, 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 the formula worked. It worked. If you, two seasons in a row, he led us to the, basically led us to the playoffs. 21 and 11. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that's two seasons worth of good football. You know, that's, that's, that's 32 games. You're five games over 500 each year. Right. Okay. So, Hey, you you know, you're, you're basically 11 and five each year base roughly 11 and five, 10 and six. Boom. You're, you're just, you know, throw another game in there for math. Right. Um, you, you're, you're doing a great job. Um, it's not. You know, hey, we were who we were. And, you know, we were we were sufficient to continue to be the best team in the NFC, one of the better teams, I'm sorry, the best team in the NFC North, one of the better teams in the NFC, probably not going to win a Super Bowl championship with Orton, but you could never say it couldn't happen. Right. Because, uh, um, was it Tampa Bay that won with Trent Dilfer, or was it uh, the Ravens? Yeah, I forget. I, I forget. I yeah, thought yeah, it was Tampa. Yeah. Who cares? Um, but you know, the, the, the probably the only quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl and get fired. Yeah. After, you know, Sheesh. but all he needed 
was one touchdown in the Super Bowl, and all he got was one touchdown. Right. You know. So yeah, I think it was the Ravens. But um, you know, you look back, and and, and so I, I'm not so quick to toss that out. That's a huge winning record. <clears throat> that doesn't mean he doesn't need adult supervision. It seems like it's you know like when when you get uh, some of these young. Uh, internet CEOs yeah. uh, back in the day when they were throwing money out of the window. And, you know, somebody said, well, you got a great idea. You built a, a business with incredible potential, but you're making so many stupid rookie mistakes. It's never going to get out of its infancy. Right. So they would take, like Tesla, take a seasoned CEO and put, a, put him as president or CEO and and then go ahead and let that guy who had the vision just vision. Right. You know, and, and then you get rid of a lot of the stupid rookie mistakes. Right. Um, he's not a rookie anymore. He's a third-year coach, but it's his first coaching job as a, as, a, as, a, as a pro. He'll get another. When you're 10 games over 500, I guarantee you, there's teams out there that would love over the past three years to have been 10 games over 500. Right. So he'll get another job, you know, when, when we finally part ways with him. But I don't think it's a rush to do that. I think he needs some adult supervision. Yeah. Um, and I think with that adult, because as the coach, it's your job to put your players in a position to be their best and win. Right. And I think a lot of the time Nagy accomplishes that, but. When he doesn't, it's so obvious that a 12-year-old playing Madden goes, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, you know, this all the only experience the kid has is he played Madden since he was eight. Yeah. And he can look at Nagy's decision and go, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, so he needs some adult supervision. He yeah. needs a, 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 you know, a 50-year-old offensive coordinator who calls the plays to go, when it comes through the headset, is that no, we're we're not gonna do that. Right. No, that's that's a no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And and he needs to understand from his boss that he has to listen in those situations. Yeah. You know, that the buck kinda stops at your desk, but the check stops at mine. So there's if we hire somebody like that, it's for you to hear them. Right. Not overrule them, but right. to learn why is he making, why is he saying that? You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not going to lie, man. I, I'm i not getting down on him because I, I saw a lot of good things in the game. Unfortunately, they were all in the first half. Uh, <laughs> man, but I, I mean, I, I agree. I agree. I think he's learning. I think we are progressing. We are growing. I just don't want to see us make too many of those rookie mistakes right now when we actually have a good thing going. You get what I'm saying? Uh, despite our quarterback troubles, foes or Trubisky, despite that, we're, we're, we're competitive. We, we can play with anybody. And we're right in the, in the mix of all, all of the games, win or lose. So, um, you know, it's just frustrating to, to lose those close ones, especially, like you said, when you see it's, it's simple uh, rookie Rookie mistakes, you get what I'm saying, and those are things that I don't, I don't want to see going forward. Um, I was happy to see my boy, who has had a 28-yard running game, get the ball and be able to actually produce some yards. He didn't get over 100, but he, I think he was in 80. What did he 89. have? 89. 89 yeah, yards. So he, he, yards. he was close. I would have loved to see him get the ball again a couple more times. Maybe he, maybe he breaks 100, but he had a great day running the ball. Uh, from what we've seen, I'm not gonna say it was great. He's had better games. Um, but it was great from from what we've seen. Hey, hey, in the orange and blue, it was a great day of running the ball in this new version, you're in right. Nagy's version. You're right, you're right. right. And I, unfortunately, I wish we could actually go to that more often. I mean, when you're getting – I understand in a game where it's like you're running the ball, running the ball, and you get 28 yards. But when you're 38. 80, 38. 38. Yeah. It was a 38-yard run. Yeah, no, no, I don't mean. I mean, he's oh, had oh, games oh, where his oh, total the whole game yeah. didn't equal that. One yeah, run. I can understand sometimes in those instances. Maybe something else is working for you, right? But in this game, and with most games, the pass isn't like uh, it's not like we just shoot the ball down the field like you know what I'm saying whenever we want to. So being able to mix the run in there, to me, I feel like it's good, and I feel like we didn't 
I mean, it was working. Keep going to it. Keep going to it. There's no reason for us to be losing games, losing close games. I, I'm going to go back to that. Going for us. You know, you know, if, if if you've ever played someone significantly younger than you in Madden, <laughs> you know, the one thing they do is the same play all the time. Right. Okay, that's a bad decision. But right. the same play never is also a bad decision. So 38 yards on a beautiful, beautifully designed play that got Montgomery one-on-one with, with, a, with a fantastic uh, 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 defensive lineman, great defensive lineman, but he was one-on-one. He was able to give him a shake, and he was gone for 38 38 yards before the rest of the team could catch, catch up to him. Right. We never ran that play again. We never ran it again. Right. I mean, and prior that, to that, I haven't seen him run for 38 yards. That Maybe is, I'm wrong. That is where you stop and you, you need some parental supervision to say, hey, you got to do that at least four more times during the game. Yeah, I mean, you have to. And you have to. In my mind, I'm not trying to uh, – I, I like Montgomery a lot, but, I mean, I don't know when's the last time he's ran for 38 yards. Uh, that was his – I think that was his career long as a bear. I and, think and, and that's what I'm saying. We don't – it's so rare. And not even 38. It's a lot of yards in between his average and 38 that I don't see him usually get. And so when we get plays like that, I'm, I'm with you. But, but he also it. was having a good game because you saw on that third and eight – he picked up the first down, even though he got hit at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he had a great game. He it had, was, a, he had it some was, great you runs. Know, there were some great runs, and that's, that's, that says a lot to him. So he got hit at the line of scrimmage, but he had over eight yards on that one play after contact. Yeah. You know, and and so, but but the particular play where he made the 38, they had him lined up as a, a, a fullback, and they had um, a, a Cordero Patterson kind of looping around into the backfield as if he's going to do not a jet sweep, but kind of that jet loop that they do. Yeah. And he's moving. I mean, you can do so much out of that with the run game. First of all, you hit him for 38. So if you go back to it, the entire team is coming after Montgomery. Right. The second they see that formation and Patterson making that move. So put the ball in Patterson's gut the second time you do it. Yeah. He might get 38 because everybody's after Montgomery. Montgomery's right. got to do a great fake, keep his head low, and slam into a bunch of guys. But you know, you might get Patterson in a foot race, and Patterson's faster than Montgomery. You don't want Patterson in a foot race as a defense. You know, right. then once you use Patterson, come back a couple more times and let Montgomery try to, to duplicate those numbers. He may get 10 the next time. He may get 12. But now he's over 100 yards. And there's something to be said. Teams pay attention. Hey, this guy got 100 yards last week. Hey, let's focus on him. Let's slow him down. Now you open up the rest of the offense right. throughout the season. But he had a great day. He had 4.2 yards per carry. He he hasn't he you know that that the but but we stopped feeding him right feed the feed him and feed him we fed him some junk later yeah that's not where he was successful feed him where on the plays that were working right Re- right. replicate that so right. yeah I got a I, I a parental supervision is my word for hey, this episode and Ankh, I'm not gonna lie I like how you put that together it sounds like you're making a case. For yourself to be that printer supervision <laughs> that we need for Nagy, man. Maybe you can get on a get him on the line for uh, we're talking bears, and he can check in with you to make sure it's a good play to run. I know, I know, and you want and to check talk in about... before he wants to be Chris Webber again, uh, calling timeouts out there oh. in inopportune times. Oh. He should check in for that too. We should we should send him a blue and orange take a tea t shirt. <laughs> uh, so so where do you think the game fell apart? Um, I'm not going to lie, that drive right before the half blew it for me. Blew it for me. Blew it for me. We are in a perfect agreement. Coming up to that drive, we score a field goal. It should have been a touchdown. They should have thrown to Graham. I don't know why they decide they can't throw to Graham anymore in the end zone. But we should have thrown to Graham. This is the second week in a row that we lost, and the second week in a row we decided we're not going to throw it to Graham in the end zone. We're not going to get him an attempt, okay? Right. The one attempt we did get him, I'll check that. It was a it was a terrible play with a terrible pass, but it was terrible pass interference. 
So it put us uh, uh, in range. Right. Uh, uh, and we to scored. Pick it up. Right. Right. So I'll take that. But but on that play in particular, that that forced the field goal. Graham was was pretty much had the matchup. Yeah. He was on a small corner. He was making a. a uh, 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 an out route into the end zone on a small corner, just lofted to him. He throws the ball to Montgomery. Not the time to try to hit Montgomery, and ball goes squirreling into the ground. Put it up high. Let your uh, six foot seven, uh, you know, a uh, uh, Jimmy Graham go get the ball. Let him have his touchdowns. Right. You know, again, we're starting to lose when we were winning in, in, in our in our wins. Graham had four touchdowns. Uh, uh, in our wins, in our losses, in, in these past two losses, uh, he's got none. Nothing. And, and it's partially because we won't throw it to him in the end zone. Right. Okay. So that that's us. But that, that's a that's a parental supervision moment. Hey, dude, go back to what works. You remember that guy, Jimmy Graham, out there, yeah, that big exactly. guy out there? Huge guy. <laughs> Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Give the future Hall of Famer to rock. Give him the ball. Okay. He was having a bad day, no argument, but... Let him make up for the bad day by scoring a touchdown. Right. Okay. But even after that happened, though, okay, so it's 13 3. It's a minute, uh, uh, um, what, about a minute 40, something like that left. Right. It's 13 3. You basically have demolished the Saints, an offensive team with a Hall of Fame quarterback, right. with possibly the best running back in the NFL this year, Kamara. And definitely one of the best running backs over the past several years in the NFL. Yeah. So you're demolishing them, even though Kamara's getting having his way on your defense a little bit. Right. You, of you you're figuring out how to stop Kamara. You're, you're you're figuring it out. You've held him to three points in two quarters. And here you go with Almost. fifty odd seconds left. You call a timeout for the other team. <laughs> you stop the clock. They may have very well been satisfied to to come off the field. It was second and 13. And mentally, they may have said, oh, that play just went backwards. This is not going the way we think. Let's be a little more conservative. Right. And, and they may have taken a different attitude, but you stopped the clock for them. It's kind of like tipping your hand in poker. You know, yeah. everybody's betting. Right. Five dollars and you put in four hundred. No one's going in with you. Right. Right. <laughs> this is like no. Right. Why would I do that? <laughs> You've got four aces. Right. You know I'm not. It's it's no. You know it's it was just ridiculous, and it, you breaking rules. You're up thirteen three. Let the clock expire. Right. Because they scored with three seconds on the clock. Yeah. So what happens? If you don't take that timeout, you definitely burn the three seconds. Right. Because the Saints weren't calling a timeout. We did. Right. So you burn the three seconds. Maybe they get a field goal. You give your defense a chance. Right. Because that field goal would not have won that game for them. If the second half was the same, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if they get a field goal, instead of they still would not have – it would have taken a lot of work to even get close to tying us. We'd have been leading right. if, if the second half stays the same. Right. But I think it would have been a similar second half to the first half because, again, the defense finally had an outstanding half. Right. They only gave up three points to a, a, a really good offense. Right. And to a team on a roll with a Hall of Fame quarterback, you just – this is – the same thing the Minnesota Vikings did uh, a few weeks ago with the Seattle Seahawks. And they decided, hey, you know, we're not going to kick the field goal to go up by eight. We're going to try to punch it in. You goofballs, you try to punch it in, you lost. You know, right. that, that's why the Vikings uh, aren't at 500, you yeah. know. Um, it's, it's the same type of thing. You just don't put your team in a bad position because then what happens immediately after? We have a horrible start to the third quarter, including a pick. Right. The only Foles pick of the game, even though Foles had two picks. Um, <laughs> you know, the, 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 and of course, Javon Wims decides that he is, uh, you know, Mayweather. 
<laughs> and he's going to punch a guy with the helmet and it's going to hurt him. Come on. Right. The only thing it hurt was the Bears as a right. team. Right. He's wearing a helmet, idiot. You're punching a guy with a helmet. <laughs> you, know, you know, clearly it's football. Right. I mean, it's football. Literally on a run play, you could go hit him the way Kyle Fuller hit the running back a few weeks ago. You can do it legally. It's right. football. You yeah. you want to get your point across that he's disrespecting you and you don't like it? Lay take, him out. <laughs> thank you. Take a page out of the Bears. Do, do you remember when the Saints played the Bears for the NFC Championship back when the Bears went to the Super Bowl? Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. Reggie, what was his name? The, 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 he was Kardashian's... Uh, Bush. Uh, yeah, Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush runs and he, he gets runs the length of the field. He has this incredible run. It was awesome. You had to give it to him. He outran the entire Erlacher and Briggs, uh, uh, all of the good, all of the good guys. Runs, about, but he gets to the end zone and notices he outran them so badly that he could run across the length of the end zone before going in. So he does it. And you could just see the Bears settling down and like, okay. From then on, Briggs and Erlacher begin to hit people so hard, <laughs> they bounced off the frozen ground. Right. And you could see the next time Bush came through the middle and Briggs and Erlacher together just smashed him. And he was so polite the rest of the game. There was no more taunting. There were no more jokes. Right. There was nobody. He was just like, I'm sorry for disrespecting you guys. Right. I didn't know you were going to take it that way, right? Yeah. I mean, they had Marcus Colston back then, and Colston was this huge receiver. And he was supposed to be a big, tough guy across the middle. Man, he caught a pass in front of Briggs. I mean, Erlacher, Erlacher hit him, and the guy literally hit the ground with Erlacher on top of him and bounce. They both bounce up and then go back down. Right. That's like, oh, oh. And he didn't catch too many more passes across the middle. You know, it's like, nah, dog, it's not yeah. worth it. Let's just it's not worth it. <laughs> and, it's, and that's how it's supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be. And Wims, I get it. The guy disrespected you. Wims, be a professional. Be a multi-million dollar earner football player who cares more about winning a Super Bowl than having a street fight. Right. And guess what? You're in a physical sport where there's as much physical contact as you want when they blow the whistle. Go hit him. Right. Go hit him. Right. Lay him out. Get your get your money back all game. Every time <laughs> every time they run the ball. Every time. Make sure that guy is laying flat on his back and you're going, yeah, was that funny yet? You ready to play football? Right. You know, come on. Come on. That's so... Take your frustration out, but do it in a Michael Jordan kind of way. Yeah, you know, I agree. You, what, what do people What do people say about Jordan? You know, some idiot would would turn and 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 tee Jordan off or say something stupid to him, and the rest of the team's like, "Dude, Why don't did you do, do it? that. Why did you do it? Right, <laughs> right. You're you, you don't piss off Jordan. He's yeah. already the best in the league. Man. Guess what he's gonna do to you because you pissed him off. <laughs> My, yeah, Michael and he man off the subject, but Michael Jordan was less psychotic with it. They said he he would create. He would, if they didn't taunt him at all, if they just decided, hey, we smartened up this time, he would make up something, <laughs> yes. make up a reason to go out there and destroy you. Yes, and that, and that's what it's about. That's yeah. all it's about. Yeah, and he would do it within the confines of the, of the game. game. Of course, of course. And, and you would walk out without your ego. I mean, Wims could be that guy, but Wims, he just, it was just idiocy. It was yeah. idiocy. I, you know, I'm sorry for saying idiot so many times on the show, but it was idiocy. It's just, it, it doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. You know, it, it's like, you know, it's like when Mike Tyson bit Evander for Holyfield's ear. It's like you're already Which time? boxers. You're, you're beating each other. Which time? Yeah, there we go. Which time? Thank you. I understand you're losing right now, but yeah. you're not going to win by biting his ear. You're not. As a matter of fact, it's just weird in all kinds of ways. Okay. So it's very weird. Yeah. So, so you know those type of things. But I think those problems happen. Yeah. When you put a team in a bad position. I don't think that irritates Wims that much and the offense looks that bad if it's still 13-3. Right, of course not. 
because the frustration, the, oh my gosh, here it goes again, is not going through the back of your head. The, but the news keeps telling us we're not really very good. Right. That, that we don't deserve to be five and one. You know, we kept hearing that in the media. Well, you don't deserve to be five and one. Your offense isn't good enough. And, and then they, they actually lived it out now. We're not five and one. We're not seven and one. We're five and three. And oh. as, as Smith used to say, if I'm quoting him properly, I think I am. Good teams don't lose two in a two row. Two in a row. There you go. There you go. And I, I honestly, we, we didn't play good last week. We came in here and uh, and we talked about it. We, we saw it. It wasn't a good week. I thought the way this game started, I was like, yes, this is the perfect bounce back. Perfect bounce back for, for a bad week. And they just couldn't hold on to it. Couldn't hold on to it. Couldn't hold on to it. And, and really, you know, a couple, it really came down to a couple big mistakes, right. but here's 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 my wonderful takeaway. A, it wasn't the Los Angeles uh, Rams game. That game was atrocious. We were soft. We stunk. Yep. This week, we we uh, the only thing I can equate it to was um, what was the 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 name of the wide receiver for the Giants who went into the nightclub and shot himself in the foot. <laughs> I forget his name. Oh my gosh. That's what this game was though. Yeah. Like you shot your own self. You first of all, you brought the gun to the nightclub. Dumb. Right. You know, you you brought it in and you had it on the dance floor. Yep. And Dumb. everything was going so wonderful at first. It, it was going so wonderful <laughs> at first. You could have told security, "Hey, I've got a, a a legal weapon. Can you put it in the safe?" No, you don't do that. You keep it on the dance floor so you could shoot yourself in the foot and Let, ruin your career. Right, right before the because oh, yeah. your job is running. Man, how, how do you run with a hole in your foot? Man, you know, and, and that's the way I see this game. There were so many glaring mistakes. You know, how many times did Foles? run backwards. I understand the line is not good. He understands the line is not good, but if you're going to snap the if you're going to run backwards and throw picks, just tell the coach, hey, "I don't want to do this, man. I don't want to get hurt." Put right. Trubisky out there. Right. He had one play. Now that you mentioned that, I don't even remember exactly when it was happening. It, it was in the debacle when everything was falling apart. And uh Basically, he snaps the ball. He starts to look like he's going to scramble, get a few yards. But he gets right to, before he would break the uh, line of scrimmage. And he literally turns and goes the other way. And it's like, well, that's not the way we're supposed to be going. You were going in the right direction at first. And granted, we needed to get it was third down and maybe 10 or third and eight. And he would have gotten probably four or five yards if he just kept going forward, dive, hit the ground. But instead, he goes back the other way and gets sacked. Hey. That's one of those situations, like they say about wide receivers. Did they not hit you because you didn't catch the ball? Right. Right. They're going to hit you anyway. So, you you know, they you got hit anyway. Right. So why not get the yards? Why not go forward? What if you're going forward and the guy in front of you slips and you can get the first down? You know, all you have to do is try. Right. And, and I think, you know, this game for Foles was, was terrible. I mean, honestly, was terrible. And then let's talk about another thing, he, the, the Mitch Trubisky play, where Trubisky came in and run. They ran the same oh, play yeah. that the Saints run. Okay, of right. course the Saints figured out you're going to do exactly what they <laughs> That pissed me off. But you could use that same play and you could do play action out of it and not run and have Trubisky hit somebody wide open. Right. I love the fact that we brought him out there and we used him. But guess what? Again, just like the Montgomery big play, oh, that worked. Let's not do it again. Right. Or after we finally get a 50-yard shot to Mooney, did we? I don't remember taking another shot to Mooney downfield no. on the deep post. I mean, that, that, it's, it's crazy. It's like when a play works, put it away. Right. We're going to save it for next Christmas. <laughs> Because <laughs> we can give it to the kids after December. We can give it to the kids. Oh man, it's terrible. And you're right. And you're right. And that's why I say everything looked good to start off. We took some shots. Uh, Allen Robinson, the first touchdown, oh, took a shot. Beautiful, beautiful. And then it's like, yeah, let's not try that again. They'll stop it the next time. Right. It's like I don't get it. Right. But that. And but honestly, that's why I say what I say about Nagy because it makes me wonder. Like, 
are, are you either outthinking yourself or do you really think we're not that good? Because you're not calling plays like you expect them to work. You're not calling plays like you expect our guys to be able to go out there against their guys and execute. Exactly. I think that's it. He's calling plays uh, as if he doesn't believe in his player. Yes. Yes. And, and then sometimes he's calling plays, whereas they're just stupid. <laughs> I mean, they are, they are. You know, sometimes it's just like, oh, wow. You know. Yeah. And, 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 I mean, it's just it just doesn't make any sense. You know. And and, and then when it makes all the sense in the world. You know, when Mooney and Foles finally get on the same page on a deep ball, you stop throwing it deep to Mooney. When Montgomery finally gets a 38-yard clip, you stop running the play. Right. You know what? It, you can't be afraid of other teams getting film on it. You just ran the play. It worked. They're going to watch the film. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're going to watch right. the film before they, before they see you. That doesn't work. It's just, it's frustrating. And I think both of us are feeling that frustration. But since there was positive, let's talk about the positive. Take us in the huddle. Take oh, yeah. us in the huddle. For sure. Because was for great sure. positive in this game. Yeah, it was definitely a great positive. And that positive came from my boy. Came from what I didn't know is the uh, NFL's first Brazil-born player. First. First. First, first Brazil-born player. player. Right. And that is my boy. Uh, You're talking Cairo Santos. Cairo Santos. That's it. Cairo Santos. Uh, so basically, his story is, is very interesting to me. This guy, uh, he's from, from Brazil, first, first Brazil-born NFL player. Comes over here actually as a foreign exchange student in high school. He goes to, um, I forget the name of the school, but it's in St. Augustine, Florida, I believe. Um, so he's there, and basically he's uh, he didn't have some place to stay. Somebody takes him in, and he's living with some other kids. They're all in this foreign exchange uh, program. But basically, uh, one day the story the story goes that one day they were playing basketball. I think his friends were playing basketball, and he comes out and uh, he joins them. But he's dribbling a soccer ball. So basically, of course, he's from Brazil. He's, he plays soccer, and um, it, it somehow they get off to. Uh, a football one of the friends had a football and so he's like man seeing him kicking a soccer ball he's like man basically can you kick the soccer ball down the street so his friend holds the soccer ball holds it like he's kicking a field goal and he say the kid just boots the ball <laughs> boots the ball down oh, the street oh. you get what i'm saying and so basically from there he um you know they told him like uh pretty much he got into the football so he joined the team and basically he only played um i think a year I think wow. he played high school like a year. And then it says that the, um, uh, what did he, I'm trying to remember where, where they said he went to school. Um, he, he basically got a, got a college scholarship. And, um, and, and yeah, that's it. The rest is history. But he, he wasn't a foot, he didn't play American football. Of course, he played soccer. Uh, he came over here. His friends were playing basketball. They learned he could kick <laughs> and learned that he was, you know what I'm saying, it was going to be a great football player to be a field goal kicker. And like I said, the rest is history. He ended hey. up getting a scholarship for Tulane, Tulane, Tulane University. University. Yes. Yep. It says at the end of his senior year, um, he was all American, and that's it. And and who else did we get from Tulane University? Matt Forte, of course. Matt Forte, of from course. Tulane. Uh, that's a fantastic story. Um, I, I heard a little twist on that, if I remember it properly. I think I remember it properly, but since he knew nothing about American football. He immediately bought Madden so he could play it and figure <laughs> out what the heck is going on because it's nothing like soccer. It's right? only right. It's only right. <laughs> it's like, and that uh, makes perfect sense. That makes perfect go. sense. Like, but, you know, uh, if I'm going to play some football, I better learn something about it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Hats now off. you're in the NFL. <laughs> exactly. Hats sure. off to the first Brazilian-born uh, um, NFL player. And, you know, here you go, 100 years into the NFL, we get the first Brazilian-born NFL player. And what does he do for us? He gets three field goals, one huge long field goal, uh, and three extra points. Misses nothing. Misses nothing. And, and, nothing. What, and what's so incredible is the 51-yarder. He has to kick that ball just to just to allow us to get into overtime. You get what I'm saying? He has to make that. They iced him. He kicks two of them flawlessly. Yes, Perfect. two. two. two we, we know what that can be like in yeah. Chicago after oh, don't they we? ice a kick. Don't we? 
Oh, I feel like oh, they're icing me. I, I'm nervous for him. I did. I did. Yeah. I was like, no, not again. But Man. I mean, he's. I mean, he's living up. He's living up to his spot, and he's coming through for us. And honestly, I, I agree with what you said. Unc. We owed him that game. We owed him that game. We owed him that game. We, we should owed have him it that game, nephew. We should. We should have won that game for him with all that he did. And I'm not gonna lie. I'm extremely disgusted at this. At this fact, we came out in overtime, and I'm not gonna lie. We didn't get the. We didn't win the toss, so they got the ball first. And because we're the Bears, I wasn't worried about that at all. I was like, this is honestly kind of a, a, a bonus for us because we're going to stop them. Our defense will come out here and stop them. We did. So now all we got to do is get three. And the That's kid it. is kicking everything in for us. He all we was, had to do was put was him in hot. range. All we had to do was put him in range. Now, I'm just a little disgusted that with everything that, that went good for us today, the, the good plays that worked for us, the times we were able to get down the field, that we couldn't get in the field goal range for him to win us a game. And, and, and I'm going to say, you know what, that, that as much as the play calling had been questionable throughout the game, and I'm not saying there were great plays that worked great, we just didn't, didn't call it again. That's questionable. Then you called some bad plays that didn't work over and over and over again, which is – I think they call that crazy when you do the same thing, that, you know, that doesn't work over and over again. Right. But here you go, and it's overtime. You need to march the ball downfield. You can't take sacks. You Foles knows the offensive line isn't great. You can't stand in the pocket, and you certainly can't backpedal running around. And Foles just had a horrible overtime. That's where we needed the Nick Foles, to step up and prove he was worth the money and he's the guy that led the Eagles to the championship. Right. And uh, he didn't show that Nick We didn't see that Nick Foles in overtime. Right. We didn't see that. Yeah, and it definitely sucks because, like you said, we've been the cardiac kids and we've seen that. And in this game particularly, in that overtime, we didn't even need all that. We didn't need three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. We didn't need uh, – we didn't even need much magic. We just needed you to put us in field goal range. We One needed, field goal gives us the win, not a tie, the win. We needed Kyle Orton. <laughs> That's we what needed we needed. Is- we didn't need anybody special. We needed Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton, I remember him taking interviews and saying, well, I know with this defense, if I could just move the ball, get some first downs, and get us in field goal range, I'm pretty much assured to win. <laughs> you know? Right, right. And that's the formula. Right. You know, the defense is playing well. Dude, get us in field goal and that's range it. and we win. But that's what you're supposed to do when you have somebody that's kicking the ball. I mean, every, everybody has to do their job. We got a guy that can kick the ball for us. Get him in range. I mean, if you guys – I get it. I get it. We don't have the best offense. We don't have the best offensive line. And it's a lot of things that, that aren't the best for us in the league. But I feel like we still have to be able to get the ball down the field. If we don't get seven, we need to at least be – able to get three, you get what I'm saying, and, and make the most out of our possessions. And I just feel like we have way too many possessions that go nowhere to the point where it's, it's – I should be surprised when we when we aren't able to uh, move the ball down the field when we have uh, dry spells like we do. I should be surprised because we have too many pieces that, I mean, if it's even if it's not the best, we should be able to call some plays that at least can get us down the field into field goal range. But, see, I'm not upset. This is a game we gave away. Yeah. So right. and, and it was a gift. You're the right. Rams beat the crap out of us. Okay. Yeah, but right. this is a game we gave. The, the 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 Colts flogged us. The Rams beat the crap out of us. But this is a game we gave away because we had the formula. Yeah. First of all, you don't donate seven points to Breeze at the end of the first half. And then give him three more at the beginning of the second half. You can't donate 10 points to Drew Brees. He's a Hall of Famer. Tied the game right up. And that's good you say that because right before the half, it was 13 to 3. Would you say a minute and 38 seconds? 13 to 3. And then moments into the second half, it's a tie game. Right. You, you can't donate that type of stuff. So, really, the formula worked. We scored 23. Remember, the formula is if we get 21, we should win. We scored 23, but you can't start donating points to the other team. We gave them some freebies. Right. And you can't do it. You can't. If you're going to throw a pick, throw a pick 50, 60 yards downfield. Right. So that it's a punt. Right. You know, if you're, you know, if, if you can't 
do it. And, and speaking of errors, how about Komet's fumble that they didn't call a fumble? God, that wasn't a fumble. <laughs> that was oh, man. that reminds me i i actually have a lot of hope for that play because if you remember greg olson's first season he got annihilated by a former Bears safety chris harris uh who mm. hit him uh, chris harris basically drove an amtrak train across the field and hit olson in the chest and the ball came out um and, you know, if we get hit by an Amtrak train, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> but it was his welcome to the NFL moment. But this yeah. was not like that. This wasn't. No, he this just wasn't. kind of requested that. It, it, you know what it was like? It's like if you get robbed as a little kid by somebody who you think is tough because they said, give me your money. And you're like, oh, okay, here it is. <laughs> that's how it was. So it was, he quietly handed the ball over. Yeah, and you right. know what? I'm not going to lie. I, when I saw that play and, and they gave us the ball back, I felt that was the right call because I've seen plays on other teams where they're calling the ball dead in, in that same kind of way where it's like, no, let us, let us take it from them. You get what I'm saying? But right. whatever, because his forward progress was stopped. And so, I mean, I get it. But yeah, I it was, definitely it feel like yeah, it, it was, was a definitely gift. a gift because that could have that been a lot different. Oh, that could have been a difference. But, you know, on the positive side, Robinson, six catches, 87 yards and, and a, a touchdown. Touch. Yeah. You know, so Robinson, and that doesn't even describe it because the catches he made were so spectacular and so critical. Yeah. They As were they, critical and spectacular at the same time. He's diving, he's jumping, he's, he's pouring his heart out. Right. And you can't have guys like Robinson pouring their heart out, Montgomery having his best game of the season, and Foles running backwards throwing picks. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I get the offensive line needs help. I No argument. But then throw the ball out of bounds. Right. Don't throw it backwards and throw Don't run backwards and throw a pick. Don't go sideways. Throw. If you're going to play football, you're going to get hit. It's like... You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a boxer, but I never want to be hit. Right. Okay. Floyd Mayweather may have gotten away with that, but pretty much <laughs> nobody else can. Right. Right. You know, it, it doesn't work. Don't come on the field if you don't want to get hit. Don't suit up. Yeah. You know, tell your teammates, "Hey, man, I'm too afraid of getting hit. I'm not suiting I'm, up today." Yeah. You know. D- d- don't I'm hoping come, it's not that. Don't come out. <laughs> That's how he played. That's definitely how he played. That's how he played. I, I don't want to see that. I, I, I don't want him to get murdered. But I also don't want to then tell him tell him to put Trubisky in. I'm terrified to be on the field. Right. I'm scared of these guys. Come on, you yeah. you can't have that out of the quarterback and that attitude. That's gonna lose. You're right. You know what? But I agree with you. This was a game we gave away, and even though that pisses me off, um, I'm not down on our team. It doesn't. It is. It's not our ability. It's not. Like we can't get out there and win games, and I'm just hoping that we fix it and get it together as soon as possible. We got the Titans coming up, and that's a game like this past game that I feel like we should win. It's a game I feel like we should win. Um, and whatever adjustments they need to make, whatever they need to do to how they head in the game to limit those rookie mistakes, unless they want to um, hire you, Uncle, to be the parental. Would you say the parental, parental supervision? Parental supervision for Nagy. Then they need to come out there. With their heads in the game and ready to go. Can't can't you can't you or or, or can't you see? Uh, 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 <laughs> I'd love to see this. <laughs> so think about the uh, 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 the Harris Pence debate. Couldn't you love to see when Nagy says something stupid, someone runs out and goes, "I'm speaking." I'm speaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And Nagy's like, well, wait. I was like, you're not calling that play, Nagy. Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah. You know? That's going to go backwards or cause an interception. Or it's yeah. just and that's it, idea. man. And that's it. And honestly, watching the game, that's, that's always how I feel. Like, I wish I could be that fly on the wall. Like, don't do it. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. We're, we're, we're not, I'm, like I said, I'm not down on us. I just hope we turn it around. From five and one to five and three, uh, what did we say? What did we say coming out of this? What did you say uh, at the second, the second quarter of the season? Yeah, this is we, well. We were second, looking. We, we were looking. You for, know what? Yeah, we were what four and we were three and one in the first quarter of the season. Right. And you know, and 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 now two and two. We're two. If and we two. win this next game, no, 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 we're two and two. Yeah, that's two it. We're two. two and two in this quarter of the season. Which is not, it's it's the wrong trend, but worse, you know, you lost those two. Right. You lost those 
uh, you lost the last two. That's a streak. It's it's. We need to honestly, if this team's going anywhere, and I mean, there's potential. We this defense is a championship caliber defense. You don't have to. Ha- I mean, think about Kansas City last year. They didn't have a championship caliber defense. Right. They had a championship caliber offense. Right. And the defense stepped up a little. Right. And then in the Super Bowl, the defense stepped up a lot. Right. It, 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 that's the formula. You have one side of boss championship caliber. What you can't have, again, is horrible special teams and a horrible offense with the cap championship and horrible play calling. Right. You can't. You can't have big lapses. You know. It. it you got to take a little bit about the out of the old Bears playbook. And just try not to put the defense in such a bad position. Try to try to play a little, uh, 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 you know, a little field positioning game. Right. Sometimes, you know, it's, uh, you know, like chess. If you're always going for the checkmate, you're going to get checkmated. You, right. You've got to, you got to build something. You can't. Uh, and you know, I, I, did I use the pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered line? <laughs> no. Pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. You know, it's, it's like you can be a little greedy, but if you're really greedy, it's going to go bad. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's kind of the way I feel. I mean, I think the end of that first half, we got greedy. Don't get greedy. Right. You're up 13-3 to three on a quality opponent. Right. Settle down. Relax. Enjoy the win. Right. You know, don't get greedy. You know, it, it's uh, foals trying to go for it all, getting sacked. Instead of just getting a first down, in some cases, just throw a short, just dump it off. I don't care if you only get five yards to the to to your running back. Every play doesn't have to be the bomb, right? You know, and and, and you know, do those pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. We gotta we've gotta wake up to that. Yeah. So I, you know, what do you see for next week? Um. I don't know. Like, like, like you said. I, I think this week, I think this week had a lot of good things going for us, and I want to see us keep keep going in that direction. Um, I'm hoping uh, our team continues continues with the trend of the game. Like you said, it was just a couple of boneheaded uh, things that that caused us to give this game away. So I'm not really looking for us to too much change up the formula. I want Foles to to smarten up in some of those boneheaded decisions he made. But um, I'm just hoping we come out there ready to win because we got to get it back on track. I mean, that's two losses in a row. I hope the team comes out fired up and ready to, um, you know what I'm saying, defend ourselves, defend our season. Yeah, I think we missed an opportunity for a statement game. We couldn't put away the Saints. Uh, we've got the Titans who are 5-2 and two coming in, and they're no joke. And Henry's no joke, and we've been soft against the run, but we did finally figure out how to slow Kamara down. Um We've, we can't let Henry get loose. We have, to, we have to stifle their run game right away. And stopping Henry's, again, like stopping that an Amtrak train, you know. No, he's a freight train. He's not an Amtrak. <laughs> he's a freight train with like four motors in front, like, you know, the old locomotives. So, stay, you, but we still got to do it. I mean, we've got manpower up front. We have yeah. to get Urban out there early because Urban is just a beast. Uh, I want to see him doing his guitar thing, tackling the heck out of Henry. Uh, we gotta, we've got to get tough, and we got to play really tough up front, and we've got to slow Henry down. Uh, and we need a statement win, and right. we almost had one. Thirteen and three, we're heading in. We almost had our statement win. We need to make a statement. We actually made a statement. You know, the statement was we can screw up anything, but. <laughs> we want to make a statement win and right i think it's possible our defense can stop anybody i think so that's um, definitely how i feel our offense can chip in points i think we've only really had one game this season where the offense was horrible yeah and that was against the rams yeah you know and, and you know we it, it, we need to put ourselves in a position where we keep them under 20 and we need to go out there and get our little measly 23 24 points and call it a win and walk away and say that's how bears play football and we're six and three and we're three games over 500 
you know, we've won twice as many as we lost. And okay, we lost two in a row. That's our fault. That's on us. Uh, right. It's not going to happen again. Right. As a matter of fact, come January, we're not going to lose one in a row. Right. You know? and, and and I think with, I think we can do it, but we've got to have growth. And I don't know how we get the growth we need. Um, I think that, you know, the, again, I'm going to say this is a, a, a um, you, you can still make coaching adjustments from here on out. You can't trade for anybody else, but you can pick people up, you know, off the waiver wire. Uh, we might have to try to find an offensive lineman who's gotten cut from somewhere. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not afraid, you know, I'm not afraid to let the rookies play, but Coward was horrible. Yeah. He was horrible. The rookies played better than Coward. Does yeah, he was right. horrible. He was horrible. Uh, so find somebody. Let time to let him go and find somebody else. You can do that. Pick somebody up off the way off waivers or somebody you know somewhere out there. Uh, and maybe it's time to say goodbye to your offensive line coach and just say, look, we want to win something. Right. So I've got to infuse this. I've got to. If they see their coach get fired midseason. That should wake you up. There's got to be somebody, you know, call the colleges, find out who's got the best offensive line in college and go hire that guy. I mean, it can't get worse. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and that's a wake-up call. When, you know, you walk in on Tuesday, it's like, uh, you know, this is Bill. He's your new coach. And if, if you don't get it together, it's not Bill that's going to get fired this time. It's you. <laughs> right. You know, and, and you got to... Hey, I don't mean to call for somebody to lose their job. You know, I'm a grown man and, and you're a grown man and we have responsibilities. But if we go to our jobs and we screw up constantly, right. we, we know we're going to get fired. Right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just how it is. That's how it is. That's life, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. If, if we produce a terrible show, no one will listen, right? <laughs> right. It's just Absolutely. It's the way it is. I'm Uncle. And I'm Nephew. And just remember, winning isn't everything. You're right. You're right. It's the only thing.